Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the True Wealth Podcast, where we discuss the well-being of a Christian business owner and the different facets of growing a business, all from a Christian perspective. Welcome to the True Wealth Podcast. I am your host, Shewande Emi. Thank you very much for joining us once again. And also, if they would fit well with other of the, just like you said, culture, but even taking that down to the chemistry with the other or the other employees, how would they, how's their character going to gel with this other person that they might be working with? How are they going to get along together? Because these are all, these are all things that contribute to a good culture, a fun culture, but also an, uh, an inspiring culture, a culture where you're growing, you are achieving, accomplishing things, you are getting the job done. So you're getting results, right? But there's also the relational part of it. These are the things that help build a good culture. Yes. I tell you what, uh, this will give you the outcome. Uh, Talking about the fruit here. When I sold the company, if you came and visited our place of business and walked around and talked to the employees, they would talk with you as though they own the company and not Bobby Mm. Allen. I, I tell you what, you can't buy that stuff. No, you, you can't. can't go out there and bark. You use the term bark orders and say, you need to obey what I say you need to do. You just can't. It, it's not you're you're it, you've got to tap into the will of the people. And when they understand the level awareness gets high enough that they understand why whatever it is that we're asking them to do is important to do it this way. All of a sudden, there is a will inside of them that they got to do something with this good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, let me maybe share this that relates to the culture since we're talking about uh, this goes actually uh Back in the 1980s, that's a long time ago. <laughs> I, I realize that, but I'm still a, see, I'm a young man at heart. See, uh, is the, uh, I, you know, uh, this is, you know, after I became a Christian, I, uh, just reading scripture is, you know, where Jesus said, I come to serve, not be served. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about that and, uh, you know, we had the traditional organization chart, you know, like me at the Mm -hmm. top and the org structure and the different frontline people at the bottom, you know, that kind of thing. And you need something like that so that people can understand roles and responsibilities. But even though we had that traditional uh, organization chart, I took the chart and turned it upside down. And I was at the, this was the attitude within our culture, starting with me as the leader, is I was at the bottom of the chart. And I was, I looked at it as my job to serve and not be served. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so it was my responsibility to, uh, to equip and develop like the leadership team and it just kept going up. Mm-hmm. And then at the top of the organization, uh, is we had actually the customer at the top of the organization. Uh, and so it, it helped people getting talk, getting back to what we stand for. Everybody mm-hmm. knew we were there to serve the customer, customer and to to delight the customer, to give them an experience that exceeded their expectations. Now, let me share this one other thing that I, I wish I thought about it, uh, uh, about that, that upside down organization chart. Uh, but I didn't realize it until afterwards that actually, uh, and it, in my organization, because of the culture we had, is I should have had Jesus Christ even above uh, the customer. And let me tell you mm-hmm. why. Uh, because uh, going back to 1987, I saw my work as a ministry and not a job. That's right. And so that it was like, okay, once I declared that, I. It's like, okay, now what am I going to do? Well, at the time at my church, I was uh, teaching uh, high school boys. Uh, I, at the Most of the time over 30 years <clears throat> that I taught uh, in the uh, high school boys, it was 12th grade boys. And I was looking at the Bible study I was, you know, teaching, uh, you know, on a Sunday. And I was saying, man, adults need this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started a Bible study uh, every week uh, for employees that wanted to attend. And it was volunteer. It, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it, it was, and uh, uh, it was amazing how many people did attend. And so that was the start of our work as worship culture we had in our organization. Mm-hmm. And that, that ministry in our workplace started out with just for employees and, but it kept growing and kept growing. We finally uh, figured out ways to minister to customers. We figured out ways to minister to suppliers. And when I'm for us, we had the typical supplier, like a, you know, someone to come and fix your computer or copy machine, you know, Mm -hmm. but to us, uh, because we had more business than we could handle because we were just uh, dealing with multiple tens of thousands of jobs all, all over the world that we had to contract with other moving companies in other parts of the country and even in the world to help us service the business. So right. we call them suppliers. Well, we figured out a way how to minister to them as well. Mm. And so, but I'm sharing all of this because internally for employees and the and then for customers and suppliers, our workplace, our work is worship uh, ministry <clears throat> grew so big inside our organization. We had to hire an extra person in our human resource department to just handle all of the activities that were going on. That had to do with just the spiritual part. Work is, I love that. Work is worship. It is. It's amazing. Well, I see, uh, it was even more than the spiritual side. Uh, but see, because I looked at our employees in a, if I can use this term, in a holistic way. And I'm thinking about mind, body, 
spirit, and emotions. And, uh, you know, the mind is dealing with, you know, like training and those kind of things mm-hmm. like that. The body, we, we had a very strong wellness program. And we had <clears throat> a contest twice a year it's called move it and lose it. <laughs> and it was a weight, you know, weight loss. And we had weigh-ins and there were prizes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, uh, on the spiritual side, but you know, we had, uh, you know, the Bible studies and we had a lot of other things related that to that. Uh, uh, and um, we even had, uh, uh, I subscribed to a service located in Dallas, Texas called Marketplace Chaplains. I was coming to that. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and uh, so uh, they do worksite visits uh, once a week. When I sold the company, we had four chaplains assigned to our company. They're on call 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they, employees knew that it was okay for a chaplain to interrupt their work, to talk to them. Uh, the chaplains knew that it was okay to interrupt mm-hmm. people. Um, they did hospital visits for the whole family, not just the employees. Uh, wow. They, they did amazing. funerals and weddings at no charge to employees. Uh, there's all kinds of stories uh, related to, the impact, but one thing it kept signaling to our employees, uh, we care for you. We care for you. We care, we care for you. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, it was amazing how many people that uh, prayed to receive Christ, you know, through that. Mm. And, uh, but on the emotional, yeah, on the emotional side, you can say uh, marketplace chaplains helps in the emotional side as well. Um, uh, uh, because a lot of people had emotional issues, you know, but as mm-hmm. you know, it's a heart condition and uh, that's right. And so, but the, on the emotional side, our business was somewhat seasonal, like during the summer months. Mm-hmm. Cause when school, you mentioned that, in the yeah, book. when yep. school's out, people uh, do a lot of more moving during that time. And so uh, we, uh, our employees, uh, I mean, during the summer months, it, they would get stressed out. Mm. And so we created, you know, things, uh, that would help them release some of that stress. Mm. Uh, you know, it comes back to, um, I, I, I was just concerned about the, uh, being of our employees the whole person, the whole person, right? Because when they come into work, um, oftentimes we see only one side of them, which is the employee side. I'm here to work and get a job done. But because we're people with emotions, the things that happen behind the scenes are home, school, relationships with spouse, with children. All those things affect us mentally in terms of our capacity to do our job. So when you care for the whole person and you put in this this um, initiatives like the, the counseling and the chaplain and 
the the mental and the wellness it contributes to the whole well-being of a person and that truly tells them you care that truly tells them you you matter you not not just your work not just what you do for us but you as a person matters and that speaks that speaks a thousand that there's no words can can really express how someone working for you can 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 appreciate that one of the things you said and I'm going to read here great leaders don't focus on culture Focus your leadership on the fundamentals and the right culture we follow. And those are all the things we've talked about today. Um, one of the things I loved, what you had also, you said, serve your people, strengthen your culture. And you mentioned a few things. You hear power of praise, which is, you know, encourage them, tell them you're doing a great job. Let them know, not just to them, but even to their colleagues. So their colleagues know so-and-so person did a great job. Right. So and then you also had informal and formal recognition. So letting people know that you appreciate them, you accomplished this and we and we appreciate you for that. You had creating a fun environment, which we talked about, which you can do in many ways. The contest, the which is it's fun. But at the same time, it's it, 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 it caters to the well-being. You had community service. You had work life balance by offering flexible schedules, generous paid time off, accommodating individual requests. And l- those are all things. All It's, it's all part of the pa- package that contributes to the whole person and that's 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 amazing well uh uh, you know some of the other things we did during the summer months i i would hire uh this sounds kind of weird but uh i'd hire a massage therapist uh to come in uh for a couple of days uh usually Mm. that was it our peak the peak of the peak is the last week of june and uh, we used to kind of the leadership team. We'd kid about who's going to cry first, you know, <laughs> you, you know. So, uh, and uh, hey, you know, we're in the moving business. We break stuff. We don't show up on time. Mm-hmm. We don't deliver on time. You know, we just there's mm-hmm. just all kinds of things that are going on. Uh, we, you know, well, and so uh, usually after we get past that peak of the peak uh i bring in those massage therapists and uh and then typically in august um i I brought in like two wrecked cars and give two people like a sledgehammer and then they alternate they can go out there and just beat the heck out of a car let it all out let it all out (laughs) just let get let out the emotions. They, they would write customers' yeah. names on the side, you know. <laughs> you know, they would have fun. They put my name on the side and laugh about it, you know. <laughs> you know, so they were just, I mean, you know, we had to have a record to bring them in. But, boy, when they busted up, I mean, the, the record's got to, you know, take them out. But, uh, and we had uh, – what was called happy Fridays. And my favorite was going outside because in Texas, it's pretty warm going outside and have water gun fight. Oh, that's, you know, it it doesn't take long to do it, but it just something to release Mm. this emotional Mm. stress of Mm. the workload because it's real heavy uh, during that time. And, uh, and typically as coming out of a peak season, uh, in September, I take them bowling and burgers and we would have, uh, 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 is that we would have prizes like who had the biggest shoe, 
uh, who had the best <laughs> gutter ball. Because uh, some of these people, mm-hmm. you know, they only bowled, bowled one time a year, and it was really at this event. Uh, but it, mm-hmm. I'm just sharing this is giving some people some practical examples of, uh, of you know, just – you know, just thinking of this overall well-being of the employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I might jump back to this thing about the upside down organization chart, one thing, right. uh, this goes back into the early 90s. Uh, uh, our, you know, I don't know who was a Christian or not, but our employees, uh, I would, uh, uh, we have in, uh all employees meet together four times a year. Uh, one time, one time a year be for a whole half a day. And that would probably blow most leaders mind. Cause they're thinking about that's going to cost a lot. of money. That's going to cost me yeah. money. They're not being pro- productive. Right. Quote the other three times uh, we would shut down for an hour and a half. And I would talk about the state of the company, talking mm. about where we've been, where we are now and where we're going uh, and we would share some uh, basic financial information because we had a pay for performance uh, bonus program. And uh, uh, but one thing, each one of those four meetings, uh, I would talk about our core values, our purpose, our vision, our super objectives. Super objectives. They also heard from me uh, of a scripture verse. It's Colossians three twenty three. 24. And uh, what that, those two verses, it says that whatever you do, and to me, whatever you do, it's, you know, at home, at work, if you're at Target or Walmart or at the convenience store or out on a basketball court or, or, you know, out on a soccer field, it is whatever you do you work at it with all of your heart and mm-hmm. our employees heard what I'm telling you that they, they always heard this four times a year from me, that when you work with all your heart, that excellence is not a sometime thing. It's an all time thing. thing. And, and it goes on to say as working for the Lord, Lord. not men. And that's right. Uh, and, so in other words, our employees heard from me constantly is that, uh, again, they're not there to work for me, but they're there for the Lord. And then it goes on to say, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the, the Lord as a reward. And this is another key here. It is the mm-hmm. Lord Christ you are serving. serving. And so that's the re- in other words, what I would tell our employees Look, when you come to work every day, and I again, I don't know who is a Christian or not, but I say you come to work every day to serve the Lord Jesus Christ and not Bobby Albert. Hmm. So now they had a much higher purpose than just come, you know, I'm just coming to to work. And I clock in, clock out, clock in, clock out. It's more than just a job. Yeah, when there's purpose, which is when there's when there's a purpose driving you, when there's a bigger, a bigger mission that is beyond you, 
There is that motivation to come to work every day. There is that motivation. One of the things for me that drives me is just the fact that, um, just like you said earlier, work is a ministry. In what I do, I'm able to encourage a lot of my clients. I'm able to show them more than just the numbers is, you know, what impact am I making? What impact is my business making? Um, how am I helping out in my community? We, I talk a lot about that. My lo- your local church, how are you giving a local church? How are you supporting the needs of those amongst you? And how is your business doing that? Because then when you work, it's not a burden. It's not, it's not, onerous. There's there's a joy that comes with it when you're serving other people. Serve people, serve people. I I can't think of a better way to 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 um, build a, a good workplace culture than to just focus on people and the results will follow. And most times we just think, okay, let's just, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to get. Let's just focus on results. But when you focus on people, you focus on the relationship, the results are often way higher than you ever imagined, right? You sold your business for a hundred and from, from, from five employees to 150 employees. And you sold it at a time when everything was going crazy and the world and uh, the market was, was, was doing a nosedive. Those are the, some of the benefits, right? Yes. Uh, this is the reason why we had a culture uh, that I describe. It's where people thrive and profit soar. If my industry, mm. uh, because I, I live in somewhat of a small town, uh, they usually would think of me, you know, Bobby Alberts, that small company, you know. But if they really dug into it, they would be, they would have been shocked at the size of our revenue and even more shocked about the exponential profits that we were generating. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't because, we had a good product or service. It had everything to do with our people and the culture people. that they were living in, that they were thr- They came to work every day. Now, this sound, this stuff you can't buy. They came to work every day, enthusiastic, excited, and with a passion. And you cannot buy that stuff. And, uh, 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 you know, one thing you said earlier made me think, if I can tell maybe two stories here is uh, uh, back in the mid nineties, this is another, you know, I had a Bobby Albert idea, but I did get our people involved this time. <laughs> and uh, we created a new division in our company. It was going to be uh, very innovative for our industry. In fact, it kind of initially it turned the industry upside down. Uh, and I invested about $4 million in it. And it didn't take off. Mm. And uh, but one thing, this was a big thing. It was a big aha for me uh, is I finally figured out that the the Lord helped me understand, Bobby, I own this company, not you. Mm. And you are my steward. And I'm sitting there trying to think, wait a minute. I thought I own the company. Hmm. And that was a big aha for me. Uh, that's one story. The second one, uh, I because our ministry internally was, I mean, it was flourishing within our organization. I thought, man, there's a lot of other business leaders need to know this. So I went out, uh, people I knew, 
that were Christians. They're active in their church. They're known in the community as Christians and uh, in our community. <clears throat> and I went to visit <clears throat> with 50 business leaders, 50. And I was saddened by the results that came from it. And mm. it was consistently, this is something for your audience. It was consistently the same thing they were telling me. And it was a hundred percent of them, not just, you know, like, you know, 80, 20 type of thing. Mm -hmm. It was a hundred percent of them. This is the kind of message they would tell me, Bobby, when I'd share about all this ministry things, you know, the marketplace chaplains and, you know, you could go on and on mm -hmm. and they, you know, trying to encourage them to, boy, they need to bring this in because I can see the results not only mm -hmm. in people's lives, but the results on the bottom line. And this was a common uh, comment, Bobby, what I do at church is at church. And what I do in business is business. Uh... In other words, they live their life in compartments and they didn't realize that the Lord is interested in your total life, the whole person, the total person, everything, you know, family, you know, what you do at church, what you do at work, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't make any difference. Go back to that verse, whatever you do and do it unto the Lord. Let me, let me finish this off here underneath the discussion. This is kind of what they would say, Bobby, you're in business. Now, they didn't say these words, but you could feel the words implied. Bobby, you know, you're in business to survive. You got to lie and cheat from your employees, customers, and suppliers mm. to survive. Well, that doesn't even make sense to me. And so I, I don't know what, you know, their heart condition, but, you know, if they are behaving that way in a, uh, in a habitual way, it, it really kind of brings in question, you know, where they kind of like I was before I accepted Jesus Christ, that I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. Hmm. And those things, what most people don't realize is that it actually trickles down to your employees. Because if you lie, cheat, and skate laws or whatever it is you do, and you're being dishonest, how can you expect those who work for you to be honest? They're also going to be dishonest. They're also going to lie and cheat. They're also going to do all some of these things. So we're often hurting ourselves in, 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 when we do that. And and it's, it's sad to hear that when... It's one thing when it's a it's a it's a it's a business that it's it's run by those who are not in this in the faith, but to see those who are supposed to be believers have a have a mind like that. I don't. I, I, we we're not saying go and preach Jesus uh, and go and um, thumb the Bible in people's faces. 
But when you live by the principles of the word of God, the principles of the word of God are transcendent. They apply in every area of our lives, in, in your workplace, in how you treat your employees, in, in your attitude and your character and your heart. And, and your what's your heart to serve? Is it just to make a profit or to make a difference and to, and to serve people? And these things matter. That's why we're having these conversations. So for those who are listening and you're a business owner, you're, you're a leader and you're a person of faith, are you living congruent to what scripture teaches? Because those things affect the bottom line, whether or not you, 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 you see it, but they do affect the bottom line. But even beyond that, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, Bobby, this has been such a great conversation. I have had the most fun I've had in a long time in, in, in most of my interviews. This is this is amazing. Um, so many things that we've been able to cover, so many things we're able to talk about. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot we didn't even get it, get to. But if you're listening, go get the book. Principled Profit, Outward Success is an Inside Job, and it definitely is. Thank you very much so, uh, for, for, for joining us, Bobby, and for being a part of this. Uh, before you go, tell people how can they find you, how can they reach you? They uh, simply, uh, my email address, uh, it's pretty simple. You can, it's Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, at BobbyAlbert.com. And uh, the website is, it's pretty simple. It's Bobby albert.com and uh, uh, do you uh, want to offer your audience a one or yes please go free for gifts it. Please. yes please go for it uh, well one one free gift if you're wanting to discover your uh, personal core values and your personal life uh, there's some downloadable documents that we'll give to you as a gift today and it's at the uh, it's the downloadable, uh, I mean, the link is T like in Tom, F like in Frank, P like in Paul, dash, and then the word book.com, T-F-P-book.com. And if you would like to, uh, uh, you had mentioned earlier about the uh, the assessment you took, uh, you we have a new, actually, uh, we have a new assessment. You may want to go back and, and retake those uh, seven questions because sure. the feedback you get uh, is much, uh, much better. And that is simply bobbyalbert.com slash on in, on in. Yes, we didn't even talk about that, but go get the book. You'll understand what what that means. Um we're going to leave all of that in the show notes so that if you missed it and you're driving or something, you can always uh, click on the link to get it. But Bobby, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be on the show. I've had fun too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at True Wealth Pod. You can get in touch by sending an email to podcast at truewealthpodcast.ca or by visiting truewealthpodcast.ca.